There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. An Erio's original. Welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we play your voicemails and read your emails and reviews if we have any. I am Ali Siegel. I am Melissa Stettin. And this is our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Um, do we have any um reviews? We do. This is from you It says, boy, a beautiful purple horses and green xylophones. Thank you. Awesome. Wow. Love it. <laughs> Love you. that. Let's do some voicemails. Yeah, let's do it. There's like something scratchy in my throat, but I, there's nothing. Uh oh, you got COVID. I've already again. had COVID. I've already had COVID. <laughs> Coming back for you. Yeah, I got that comeback. This message is for the web crawlers. Hello, la, la, Ooh. Ooh. Oh, remix. <laughs> it's your girl. I'm. It's nighttime. I, this uh. is a bad idea. I'm gonna get so like hyped up and stressed out. I'm not gonna be able to sleep. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't sleep last night. Honestly, I'm like amped up. I just got, I just got thrown off by the, the, the echo in the room. I'm sorry. I'm tired. Okay, so I didn't sleep last night because, well, I took like a sleeping pill that like, not a sleeping pill, it's like a cannabis pill. <sighs> yeah, for 20, blaze well, right? it. Because I, whatever. Um, my mom didn't like it. So I tried it. It like, I didn't like it either. I didn't sleep. But anyway, I was up and like freaking out about this whole Roe versus Wade thing getting overthrown and just like, uh-huh being beside myself and I had been joking to my boyfriend and being like because he travels a lot for work I was like oh if you move to if we have to move to Florida like I or not Florida Texas Texas, where I could go hang out with my best friend Kelly um I would have to you know become a member of the satanic temple which I was like honestly considering anyway sure yeah because you did such a good job um with your Satanism episode. But the reason I'm calling is because I wanted to request that maybe we revisit that topic and, you know, focus more on like the Satanic Temple and the work that they're doing 
um, today because mm-hmm. they do have the offensive fundraiser and they're also doing work to protect religious reproductive rights, which is awesome. So yeah, yeah. Um, I posted on the Discord. I signed up. I'm a member. So thank you, Melissa, for your oh yeah, I saw your card join, and also now I feel you know that my rights as a woman are protected in America in 2022. Now that I am a member of the Satanic Temple, what a world we live in <laughs> today. Yeah, and it's a, this is like you know uh, I'm stressed. Also, I was scrolling on TikTok tonight and saw. Someone say, like, if you are using a cycle tracking, tracking, Mm. okay, I'm sorry. I had, I didn't have a pill tonight, but I had a little cannabis chocolate (laughs) on top with ice cream, coconut, fruit spread, and Thai banana fritters, all from Trader Joe's, not the weed chocolate. But, oh, man, man, oh, man, is that my favorite dessert ever. Let me. There's a part two. This message is for the web crawlers. I I would get cut off. Well, I I always do, but I I I would get cut off. You know, talking about Trader Joe's. I've liked them for a while, but I've become like more obsessed recently. Anyway, don't use cycle tracking apps online for like on your phone. Like I have cycles, but they I they I think they specifically call out flow. I think that's like Um, a little extreme. Yeah. God, it's so frustrating. It's like I have issues with my cycles. I've been like trying to be better about keeping track track of it, and now I'm like worried because they're like, "Don't use those apps because they're selling your info to the government, who's obviously up to no good, and we don't want them tracking our cycles because they're trying to restrict our rights to our own bodies, which is sure. just fucked up." But um, also speaking of, of like about like religion and like religious freedom like I called and <laughs> this isn't relevant I called and said like I was telling you a story about my coworker, and I just I had gotten confused and I said she was religious and she's not she's just spiritual which I just wanted to clear up but I was just confused because when she was telling me that Lady Gaga was working for Gaga. the Illuminati she kept like pointing at the sky and saying Yahweh Yahweh knows the truth <laughs> But um, that's not what I wanted to say. I wanted to tell you about my other coworker. Um, Well, before I go off on there, I I just maybe yeah, we can reach out to Lucian again. Am I saying that right, Lucian? Oh my god! And like get him to speak on you know like what what is going on. (laughs) That was so with the temple, with the satanic temple. It's a great. I wonder if I still have that. Great I did a little more research last night. I'm I'm really on board. Um, I'm, except for it says something about like they don't believe in supernatural, but like I also don't believe you have to fully subscribe to anything. No, and so I just prefer to um, ignore that part because like aliens exist. But anyway, okay. So <laughs> update about my other coworker coworkers. Um, this this is like just a, a different story I wanted to call and tell you about. I was li- trying to listen to the podcast at work and I couldn't because like it was so my speakers like face the wall, so it just like reverberates. It's super loud. And I, like, turned it off because she came in my office, and I was like, yeah, like, haha, no, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to listen to that now anyway. And she was like, oh, what were you listening to? I'm like, I like true crime. And she's like, oh, I don't know any about anything about that, but um, I did know and met and knew uh, John Wayne Gacy. Um, what? What? <laughs> what? You're just going to drop this on me at 11 on a Tuesday? So I was like, what? Okay, there's a, one more part. I just checked. Lucian must have deleted that uh, message exchange between us. It's not on my DMs anymore. <laughs> How rude. Huge All right. fan. I didn't even, this is for the web crawlers. I didn't even hear myself get cut off that time. So <laughs> you just kept talking. I don't know what you heard and what you didn't, but I, I'm, I'm going to hope that. It was when I said that, like, my coworker, like, said she knew John Wayne Gacy, and I was like, yes. what? Hi, sis. Oh, say happy anniversary to Penelope. It's hi, sis. It's her um, two-year anniversary of becoming our baby today. Um, okay. So anyway, I was like, how did you know that you knew John Wayne Gacy? Because, like, she said she knew him while he was active. And I was like, bitch, what? And so she said, yeah, when she was in college, she was working at, like, a drugstore or a department store or something. And 
he was hired as a contractor to like remodel the store. And so she like had met him or knew him when he was like remodeling the store and like there were some other people that she knew that uh. like, I thought it was kind of weird. Like they were like, yeah, he's kind of weird. And, like she also like thought it was weird. And I guess there was like an electrician or something that was supposed to do the job with him and was like, no, like because he saw that John Wayne Gacy was there and he had worked with him on a different job and he was a weirdo. So he was like, yeah, no, I'm good. And like, whatever. Like she like told me that part of the story. And then she was like, yeah. The other crazy part was um, uh, she was a Girl Scout leader, and she was like, yeah, a lot of the Girl Scouts in my troop had him as the clown at the sure. birthday party. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, so that's insane. And I was like, so how did you, like, find out, like, how did you know? Because, like, did you, like, God forbid, did you know someone that was, like, a victim? But she um, she said that it, like, came out, like, four years after he was, like, remodeling the drugstore she was like a girl scout leader so holy fuck um that i just thought i would share because that blew my mind a little bit and i thought it was crazy so thank you for listening to my nightly ramblings i need to go to bed (laughs) um but yes maybe please update on the satanic temple and um and my coworker knew john wayne gacy all right have some sweet dreams i know i will (laughs) Lala, love you. Bye. Wow. That is insane. I will say about the period apps is I think that that's a little bit of fear mongering. I don't think that the government is tracking our period. Uh, Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. And people were like, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I don't, I, I, I use one or I used to. I use one. I, if you just think about like, Yes, our, 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 our stuff is, is tracked, but it's to like sell us a sofa that, 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 yeah, you know, the algorithm thinks that like we would want, you know what I mean? Or like to yeah. show us ads that you think that we would want. I don't think that like who at the government you think is like, if you think of like 50% of the population is female. Think about how much data that is. Think about like how much tracking of your period that is. Think about like how your period is probably different like every yeah, month mine's and how that fluctuates. You know, and like who at the go- like if you think like what they're going to start a department at the government of, of period period tracking. tracking. You know what I mean? Like there's so much I mean, data. You never that, know. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I you, mean like with the history of the government you never know, but you I think never like know. I don't think that that needs to be anyone's point of concern or waste I mental energy on that. Yeah, like that. if you want to delete it by all means, but I don't sure. think that that is something that you need to worry about. Yeah, in my opinion, of I all agree. the things to worry about. Yeah, that just there's so many things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, and also like, what would they use with that data? Yeah, would they be like, oh, you're pregnant and you had an abortion and you didn't tell us? Yeah, it's like your period. You could be like, oh, I forgot to. Doesn't track abortion. You know what I mean? Like, it could be like, oh, I forgot to enter my period. I don't. Yeah, like there's no culpability. There's no, like, there's nothing that can be, there's no evidence from your period tracker that that can be gained. You know, or just, is there <laughs> tonight at 11, are at 11 period yeah. <laughs> while your period tracker is going to send you to jail? Okay, next message. Hello. Oh, Chad. Way up, crawlers. Oh, Hi, up. Uh, this here's Jeb. Hello. Hi, Jeb. How are you? Uh, good. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to tell you, I'm on uh, day 457. <laughs> I'm looking for producer Maria. I've checked my semi-haunted horse. I've checked the, the pond. I've checked Chicago. I've checked where Craig's from. I got halfway to California that I realized I forgot Maxie's heartworm pill so we had a oh yeah you gotta turn back you gotta turn and, back uh, that was a good like 18 hour drive <laughs> oh yeah you gotta turn way. back so I lost some time there 
Yeah. Uh, but we stopped at the Grand Canyon, and that was nice. Oh, gorgeous. Um, nice. I, I, I don't I don't know. I I done called every single one of my 37 cousins. I got them all out there. I gave them pictures Good. of her from one of her episodes of Drunken History. Uh, <laughs> Where she's wearing a mustache. Yeah, I was going to say I, how she's in. In retrospect, I don't think... Um, I should have done that because my relatives aren't too bright and they're probably looking for some woman colonial. dressed in colonial. <laughs> um, She's a ghost. But whatever. I got me and Maxie and my son, Little Jeb. We're all looking for her. I don't know who else is out there, but I'm telling y'all, I'm getting tired. I feel like I'm doing it all by myself. Well, she was spotted in Burbank at yeah, Florida. Yeah, right then. It, again, if y'all hear from her or something, just shoot me a text message. Gas prices are crazy. I'm just driving all over I mean, the country. Uh, I even got people. I called up my ex-flatmate uh, in London when I was like college age. I used to live out there for a spell. Ooh. He's looking. In case she went overseas. I got my friend Satoru. And Japan, he's outside of Tokyo. He got wow. his friends looking for her. You would say, uh, worldwide and personified looking yes. for producer Maria. <laughs> um, well, we're not going to give up hope. And, uh, uh, God bless y'all. And, uh, this old Jeb, and I'll, I'll talk to you soon. All right, then. Wow. Jeb is doing he's on all the, the case. Work. He is on the case. Maria's alive and well. We talk to Maria every day. Every day. Right? She is alive and well. She's just Wait, not she's fine. present on this podcast right now. Hi, this is from Webcrawlers. Um, so I just listened to the episode about quantum physics and all that good stuff. Oh and I am actually a science teacher. I teach Uh-oh. middle school oh, no. science. So I'm not a physicist, but I know some stuff about science. And... It's actually kind of funny because my kids always ask, like, the most ridiculous questions whenever I bring up kids anything say the remotely related to physics. And we had this little project when I first started on that um, basically because the multiverse thing could be true and there's multiple universes and anything could happen in those universes because there's infinite, you know, many different ways that things can play out, they have put it upon themselves oh, to no. try to prove to me that dinosaur fossils are just like leftovers of dinosaurs still existing in other universes or like other timelines oh. and that like dino nuggets in other timelines are like nuggets. actual pieces of dino and like Chicken little nuggets? boys are so obsessed with dinosaurs because in other timelines like there's actual dinosaurs roaming around and like in our timeline okay. it's they just went extinct because of that meteor, but in other ones, maybe they didn't. I buy and so it. I have used this opportunity to kind of have them look into research and stuff and like Listen to my learn friends. how to evaluate a resource and, you know, see who's <laughs> funding the research and all that good stuff. But yeah, so there's a class of eighth graders that are convinced that dinosaurs still exist out there somewhere. And there's. Uh oh clues to that in our culture now because we have such a fascination with dinosaurs so yeah um you know science is kind of whatever you can support with evidence that's what i tell my kids that's so, true i think anything could be possible and all the things you brought up in the episode you know they're probably not as outlandish as you probably think they are mm-hmm. um you know it's just a matter of finding science evidence or finding like a set of conditions where that could happen so I don't think that you are too far off from being a scientist. You just ah! aren't familiar with, like, how that's actually phrased and all that. But, yeah, my eighth graders are working on becoming better scientists and are apparently searching for <laughs> the lost dinosaurs of our timeline. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for, you know, making an awesome podcast. Bye. Well, you heard it. Here we should first. turn that into a soundbite. You're probably not so far off from being a scientist. This is, I am a science teacher. Yeah. You're not far off. Uh, June 9th is when Jurassic World Dominion comes out. Oh. The future of mankind hangs in the balance as humans and dinosaurs coexist following the destruction of Isla Nublar. You know what I heard it's last bad. night? What? This is about simulations. 
Oh. So one of uh, Martin's friends, who I'm also friends with, he used to <laughs> hang out with Elon Musk. Oh, God. Because Elon Musk was really obsessed with um, Nathan Fielder. That's so funny. <laughs> that is we, so funny. And we, me and Mark, we have mutual friends with Nathan Fielder because he's Canadian. Yeah. And so he used to go over to Elon's house with Nathan Fielder, like just oh to hang my out. God, like, so that no, is it'd so be funny. like it'd be like parties sometimes, or just be like a small group game of night. Friends. Yeah. He said one time he was in the hot tub with Elon Musk, and he and Elon is for sure believes that we're living in a simulation oh yeah 100 percent. i think he's spoken openly about that that we're living yeah, in a simulation like, he for sure believes that yeah a hundred percent i love the idea of elon musk being obsessed with nathan felder yeah Fielder he's like so obsessed with him and i'm like that's funny because like i don't see elon as having like that type of sense of humor, sense of humor yeah he was actually surprisingly good on SNL. Did you watch That's his SNL true. episode? I did. I did. Yeah. It was it was funnier than I thought. Yeah, he was he was better than a lot of hosts who do yeah, that yeah, professionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I thought that was a funny. That's amazing. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, next message. This message is for the web crawlers. This is Natalie. I guess I just tried to leave a review, and it was really long. And oh no, complicated. And I'm trying to see if I can see it, and it's not there. Oh, so I guess I just want to know if my review came through because if not, I'm going to rewrite it. Guess I'll find out when this is played. Okay, bye. It does take a while for when you write a review on Apple Podcasts, it does take like a few days for it to show up, so it doesn't show up instantly. Yeah, so so we will probably see, I guess. Yeah, it's probably there. Okay, next message. Hi, this message is for the uh, web crawlers. Uh, this is Shane from Rhode Island. So just a weird idea for an episode, maybe. Uh, and truthfully, it came from something I heard or saw or whatever from Joe Rogan. So it's probably not the best thing Uh-oh. in the world because dude's a crackpot. Um, a few years ago, he had Paul Stamets on, who was like this big mushroom guy. And they were talking about, you know, mushrooms and how they have health benefits and all that. Stinky penis mushroom? Uh, Joe Rogan really taking the whole, you know, cuckoo pill. Uh, And at one point, uh, Paul Stamets mentions that there's some, it would sound like deep state stuff going on with portobello mushrooms. What? Apparently they can do something to your brain that's like negative. But I've never found any information online about it other than this one little blurb of, like, the mushroom guy saying that they could be bad. I'm not really sure if he was just, like, joking, trying to mess with Joe Rogan and, like, his viewers, which is totally possible. And yeah, probably. Because isn't me for, like, he like you? Um, or if it's real and there is some, like sketchy back room dealing like keep the portobello mushrooms on the market or we're gonna like fight you type stuff seems really weird seems like right up your guys alley especially with you know like the mcdonald's stuff you guys dove into hoping you decide to take a look into it because it's something that's racked my brain for years and with my limited ability to research uh, I found absolutely nothing. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool to hear you guys take on it. All right. Thanks. Bye. So I just Googled Portobello Mushroom Joe Rogan. And on Reddit, there's it was this episode in 2018. Towards the end of Paul Stamets' podcast, Paul goes quiet and says his life could be in danger if he talks about portobello mushrooms. What? Uh, essentially, they contain hydrazines called agaratines, which are carcinogenic and you need to boil the shit out of them if you want to eat them. I also heard a theory he was talking about the fact that hydrazine can be synthesized into rocket fuel, but uh, I haven't found anything on that. And people are like, uh, I don't think that's real. Yeah, I haven't found anything. I, I've looked up QAnon portobello mushrooms and portobello mushrooms deep state and I haven't found anything. So it seems the only like only search just- results are from this podcast episode. It seems like it's just this guy. <laughs> of course. Oh, wait, hold on, on hold on, hold on. Here's something. Here's something. Uh-oh. Hold on. 
A conspiracy theory that I, this is from uh, Alex at, uh, on Twitter at shitshow.info. A conspiracy theory that I believe, and I believe I'm the first to claim, is that the button and portobello mushroom industry in the United States is controlled by organized crime. <laughs> what? But then he goes on to say, I have very little, if any, evidence to support this. Right. There's a website called fixyourgut.com from 2017. Are raw portobello mushrooms dangerous? And it's, no, it's from the, it's from the Joe Rogan podcast with Paul Stamets. So this might be his theory. I think this is his theory, and he's just like... Have you been a lot of Uh, mushrooms? To that effect, though, these mushrooms were growing in my backyard, and they're the weirdest weirdest looking things I have ever seen. Uh, They look just like penises, and I sent them... How big are they? They've got to be four inches high. Because the picture you sent makes them look massive <laughs> i mean i had they they're probably four to five inches high oh, okay they're okay. they're pretty big they might That's be bigger big. yeah and uh i had no idea what they were and then i are they poisonous no but i i i googled and i and we did you did your little plant tracker and they're called they're called the stinky penis mushroom <laughs> Is and apparently they're edible, although I would not eat, eat them whatsoever. And they're slimy and they smell Ew. bad. Yeah. Ew. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sticky fetus mushroom. Checks out. <laughs> Checks out that it would grow naturally in my backyard. It's crazy because they burst out of like hard dirt. Like they're strong. Like they burst through <laughs> yeah, like <they> rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know. Yeah, they are. It's <laughs> disgusting. I'll put I'll put a picture up on the Web yeah, Brawlers account. It is so crazy. I don't, it's I've never seen a mushroom like this in my life. Yeah, those are not those are not cool. I'm gonna go on Joe Rogan and talk about the stinky penis mushroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's a, yeah, it's a deep state issue. The deep state stinky penis Hi, mushroom. Um, this is Shane. Just called about. Uh, Yes. Things. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, because I feel like I have to defend myself for bringing it up, I don't listen to Joe Rogan, like, at all. <laughs> Somebody sent it to me because it was purely about the mushrooms. Uh, dude's crazy. I wanted to clarify that so that you don't think you have uh, an overlap with uh, the Rogan show. Um, she's awful. really is. Yeah, just figured I'd say that now I'm one of these people who has to call in for a second time. Uh, <laughs> thank you. To be expected. Bye. Thank you for your disclaimer. Yes, we appreciate it. Okay, next message. Hi, ladies. This is from Webcrawlers. Hello, Hello, James. So, I can't remember. You mentioned, you talked about it in a couple episodes, but you ladies mentioned cybering and, like, (laughs) texting your, like, cringy online boyfriends way back in, like, the the MySpace days. Oh, no. And that's before my time. I think oh, you missed like, out. I literally think that, you know, like my little weird online stint era was literally right after that because mine was on Kick. I don't know if you ladies know what Kick is. Oh, I've heard of Kick. It was essentially just this weird messaging app you could use that all you needed to use for it was like, was Wi-Fi. And you could talk to potentially... Is it like WhatsApp? And so, me as a little you know, small little queer child. I put myself in a group that I shouldn't have and chatted with people I shouldn't have on there. And Uh-oh. I definitely do regret it. <laughs> just an era of that for every generation because after Kick, it was definitely Snapchat. Oh. And we didn't call it Cyberace. But um, yeah, I just wanted to, to share my version of that. Yeah, I've heard of Kik, K-I-K. I've never yeah. used it, but yeah, it seems like a WhatsApp type of thing. That's funny. I'm actually downloading WhatsApp right now. I never got into Snapchat. I didn't either. I had a Snapchat account. 
And I, I, I just, yeah, I just never really. I had one. Someone like hacked into mine or like tried to hack into I mine. I kept getting notifications that someone from like had... Jakarta. Yeah. <laughs> and then I deleted my account because I kept getting. It was. I just had to keep changing my password. I'm like, someone keeps hacking into. Yeah, my and I'm like, account. I don't have anything cool on here. Like, I never did like nudes or anything weird to people. Like, I, I, I never did any of that. <laughs> my favorite video which i'm sure you've seen do you remember when chris D'Elia was oh, on no. oh god what this loser what did. podcast episode was it it's a video theo oh they from, like played it while he was on the podcast or something right and well they're like they're talking about snapchat and he was like well you send videos and they oh, yes yeah you delete that the videos disappear right and they're like oh no not if you take screenshots or whatever and he was like <laughs> So you can save them. They're like, yeah, you can save Snapchats. And like <laughs> in his face, and he was just like, looks so scared. Oh, yes. I was totally like the moment that. where he died. He's like, I'm <laughs> fucked. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so funny. What a fucking loser. And then all that shit came out about him. What a gross dude. I unfortunately went on a date with him. That's not surprising. 2007. He once like DM'd me on Instagram, but he wasn't even following. Or maybe he's on Twitter. He DM'd me being like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Uh, This was 11 or 12 years ago. Yeah. And then I couldn't I couldn't respond because he he wasn't following me and like his DMs were closed. So I was like, okay, like it was just so weird. And I had a boyfriend at the time who like was best friends with like his mutual friends friend oh, weird. like so it was just like a bizarre thing um He's a i know a girl who went on a date went over to his house when i've she been was, to his house yeah and she was like i think like 19 or like 18 Ooh. when she went over yeah i was like 23 yeah i mean he 20. definitely likes him young that's for sure <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I mean, I was, I was, Ugh. yeah, I was probably 24, 23, 24 yeah. when he messaged me. Yeah. Luckily, I never, I think I made out with him, but like, that was it. Yeah. I was like, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. You're weird. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Okay, next message. Okay, I haven't heard the beep yet, so I'm just going to start. This <laughs> is from Web Crawlers. This is James from Las Vegas. I know I just called yesterday and you're probably sick of hearing from me. Never. No, I never. my message about cybering. I... <laughs> I was trying to pick up a an Amazon package yesterday at an Amazon locker at Bonds, and there were people there, and some that struggled up any old companies I have continuing the conversation. So, way back when I was like 
15, I was using an app called Kick in order to send pictures. See, I, I got further than you ladies. I wasn't, like, lying and, like, just talking to people online. I was talking to people online as well as, like, sending pictures of myself. Mm. Granted, I was also talking to other people who were also under age at the time, sometimes. Or so they I'm say, I'm sure there yeah. were people who were not under age yeah. as well. Luckily, I didn't do it very often, and I didn't do it with a lot of people. Like, there, I had friends, like boys and girls, who, you know, did it with way more people and would, like, tell me about, like, all their, like, British boyfriends and stuff, and it was so weird. Oh, my God. But it was also, like, just the budding internet, you know, and just being a teenager on the internet and look, just looking for a connection, looking for someone yeah. else like you. Like, yeah. I remember just being gay, and there was, like, two other gay people at my school who were guys. Yeah. That's crazy, and, yeah. You know, and so if you weren't interested in them, you know, it was like, well, then who else do I have? Yeah. And there's no apps, you know, back then for, for dating. For, right. I mean, there's no apps for, for underage people, which is good. They don't need apps. And there was just this, this want and this need to find a community. And, and Kick was a good way to do that. It was just tainted because it was, you know, illegal and, and bad. Mm. But yeah, so I, I just, I wonder how all, every generation, you know, their, their relationship with doing that and, and finding, just finding mm-hmm. people to be sexual with online. Yeah. It's weird, but I, I maybe it's just a, you know, thing that everyone eventually does. Yeah. Anyway. Is, yeah. Thank you. Love you, ladies. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. Please stay safe. And la la la. Bye. Yeah, like AOL chat rooms were Oh us. yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Mean and then, strangers. Yeah, I mean I mean like we were the Tinder generation too. Oh like, yeah. You know, like I mean our generation I know the guy who like started Tinder. Um, oh yeah. From like high school. Like it's like we totally crazy. I mean, we were born and bred on online connection. Yeah, I met my husband on Raya. <laughs> I met my boyfriend on Tinder. <laughs> Hell yeah. I've met almost all of my boyfriend. I don't th- have I ever met a boyfriend in real life. I I don't think I have. It's all been yeah. I don't Twitter. think except for my high school boyfriend. I think I've literally met every partner on the internet so, or yeah, on except an app. For my high school boyfriend. It's all been <laughs> my when MySpace came out. I met a guy in MySpace. Yes, yes, my because I I was actually just thinking that I was like, oh wait, what about that person in my twenties who like wasn't a boyfriend but we dated? And I was like, no, that was MySpace. MySpace. That's so that's, crazy. That's crazy. Like, is that sad or is that just like par for the course? No, I think that's just modern it is. dating. Yeah, people it's like don't go up to way. each other. I think it, it's more like streamlined because you can you know more about a person based on their profile. Like, you don't have to go on a date to like learn stuff. You're like, oh, they like this, they like this, and they like this. Like, I know I'll get along with them. Yeah, because even the people, things. even the people I've dated who like we were in the same circle. Like I mm-hmm. connected with them via an app. Like, right. it's not like I like ran into them at a party and we started chatting. Oh, like no. we like matched no, no, on no, an no, app no. and it's like, Oh, we have like 40 people in common and we've like met before, but like, no, but we, you don't we matched on an app person. Yeah. And, and, talk. and talk and go on a date. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met someone at a party and then they asked me on a date. Yeah. I don't think that's ever happened to me. Well, be- they're, we're, they're intimidated there's, by beautiful, beautiful yeah. girls. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They have to be, they have to think about what they're going to say and text it to me. And text it to you. Exactly. Okay. Next message. Good morning. This message is for the web crawlers. I am just here stuck in traffic on my way to work. I had nothing really to talk about, but I was bored and I had a cool, jingle cool. stuck in my head. So I decided to <laughs> call in and say hello. <laughs> and, um, you know, I'll ask for you want to, oh, wish me luck. I'm a sixth grade teacher. Ooh, this school year has gosh. been crazy, to say yeah. the least. Uh-huh. And whew, I could be the, use a little motivation to wrap up this school year you can do without it, screaming. So, anyway, thanks for the show. I love that the last episode was really interesting. 
Um, unfortunately, I can't remember what it was about. I'll see you there. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> have a good day. Thanks for the thanks for doing the show. Bye bye. Honk honk. Teachers, thank you are... for your service heroes teachers are all heroes i don't know how they do it i was telling i don't know either and th- and you push through to the end of the year i mean you are incredible it's your June. children benefit from you yeah. i was telling someone the other day that my starting salary when i was teaching um i was like a pullout teacher so like like the kids would be sent to me for like uh the underperforming kids would be sent to me for like uh, literacy and for math um, mm-hmm. my starting salary when I was teaching was the same that I made for doing a punch up on a script. So what I made as a teacher in an entire year was the exact well, like was the same grand. Or yeah, something? was it? Yeah, I made I made like twelve thousand or something, or it was like eleven thousand or something as a teacher, and it was like more or less the same that I made for like a script rewrite. That's insane. It's so horrible how like we te- we treat teachers and they you work like so yeah, you work uh, even though you have people are like oh you have summers off but like you have to create plan plans. and you're like you're setting up your classroom Constantly like you're working. you're taking seminars and like yeah you you're it's not like you have the money to take those months off like you're doing you have to yeah. get another job and like it's crazy. And like, you're not working eight to three. Like I would get to school at like 630. And then like, and then I had an after school job too. like you doing had like a great tutoring. Papers. Yeah, you it's like read all the shit. Yeah. So we hear you. We see you. And we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate and you. If for next year, you have like an Amazon wish list or something for your classroom, yeah. like email it to us and let us know. Any teachers. Email it to us, love. Yeah. Any teachers. Any teachers who who you listen need, to our you podcast. You need crayons? You need pencils? Crayons. Crayons? Crayons. <laughs> you need crayons? You need some crayons? Okay, next message. Hey, everybody. This is Corey from Des Moines. Corey from I'm Des Moines. calling in for web crawlers to tell you that, uh, Allie, you did a fantastic job on your episode on uh, multiple dimensions and Ooh. all that good stuff the other day. Wow. And so don't be down on yourself for that. And okay. Uh, two super short stories I wanted to share about times that I am absolutely convinced I slipped between dimensions. Okay. So um, one of them was when I was um, like in high school and I was volunteering as a candy striper at a hospital. And I was doing my usual rounds, running errands for the uh, doctors and nurses and stuff. And I uh, got on the elevator to go down to a specific lab to drop off some stuff. And when the elevator opened, um, I was on the complete opposite side of the hospital somehow. And um, uh, it was a pretty long hospital. So, I mean, I would have noticed if I'd walked all the way down the hall. Yeah. And my brain just kind of did this thing where, it, like, it couldn't understand what had just happened and what I was seeing around me. And yeah. so I'm convinced that that was like a divergence of some kind where I slipped into a alternate dimension where I had gotten on uh, an elevator hospital. at the wrong end of the hospital. Well, that's, uh, so that, that would one freak me out. was yeah. like 30 years ago, but I still remember it. Uh, the other one happened just a couple of years ago. Um, I got a new car, and uh, when I picked it out, it was white. And um, I remember having a conversation with my wife because she likes red cars. Uh, but at that time, there wasn't a red car in that model available, and Uh-oh. so we decided to go with the white one. Actually, kind of have a story. And like um, on some random day, I go out to the parking lot at work. Oh no! And I couldn't quite I remember like where I parked. No. It wasn't exactly where I thought it was supposed to be. So I like hit the beeper thing, and a red version of the car starts beeping. And I'm like, huh? that doesn't make any sense. And I go over to the car and I look inside and it's, it's my car. I mean, it's got all my stuff no. in the interior and I open the door and like, it's literally my car except it's now red. What? And I am, this one makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Okay? And I like to think it was like some sort of mental illness. That happens in part. like The Shining Girls but in that TV show. I, just, I literally, the car changed color at some point. 
after we talked about how, oh, we really wish it was red, but it's actually white. And so be that, careful what you wish so for. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and my wife prefers it. So um, according to her, it's always been red. Um, but I know we had to pick out a white car uh, because there was no red car. There's a part two. Uh, before you play it in that show, The Shining Girls with uh, that oh, sign, yeah. Elizabeth Moss, like what yeah. happens is like, it's kind of like a butterfly effect show. Um, this right, isn't a, this between... isn't a spoiler because like there's a book about it. Uh, it's adapted from a book, but like every time something in the past changes, like her present changes. So one of the things is like, uh, one of the things is like, um, uh, she's like always had like this white car, I think it was, or there's oh this certain kind of car, and then one day she goes out to her car and it's like a totally different car. Oh yeah, and she's like what? And like that's how she knows that like something in the past like has changed. Uh, I don't like where this guy's story. Yeah, and this is Corey from Des Moines again. I got cut off, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for the show. Thank you for the great content that you're offering. And um, keep up the great work. And also, uh, let Maria know that we really, really miss her. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you happen to have any communication from her at any point, just say no. we want her to come back. No. Okay, you guys take care. Um, loves Maria. I know. I kind of have a story like that. It happened last night. Is uh, or two nights ago? Is I went to my bo- or, or two days ago? I went to my boyfriend's house. And I noticed that his house was black. And I swear to God, every other time I've been to his house, it was blue. I'm not joking. And I, I was like, I, and when I went inside, I was like, has her house always been black? Oh, no. And he was like, I, he was like, I know. I realized the other day it was black, too. Like, I could have sworn it used to be blue. And I was like, I know. I, I always thought your house was blue, too. And obviously, it could have just been like, a day versus night thing yeah. and like it like a dark blue versus like <laughs> black great but like we i swear to god both of us were under the impression that his house was blue until like three days ago when we were like <laughs> whoa your house is black like that's crazy um and he's obviously there every day like and i'm there pretty often it was crazy we were like oh my god your house is black like how did we not notice this that happened to me with like a painting that we have in the house where i'm like has this painting always been here? And Martin's like, yeah. And I'm like, I swear to God, I've never, I've seen, never seen it before. Painting. Yes. It's so, oh, oh, it's been here for six years. Wait, <laughs> Melissa, this is crazy. I forgot to text you this. I opened that. I opened that closet the other day and yeah. guess what was in there on the shoe rack? Shoes. My basketball shoes. Oh, and I, I looked there. I looked everywhere. Like, of course I looked oh, un- weird. A, in, the, in the shoe rack on the closet. Like, of course I looked there a million times. And I've, oh, I've looked that's there. weird. I've looked there a thousand times like a day because that's where I get my shoes every single day from. And they were never there. Oh, and that's then, creepy. Yeah, I opened it yesterday and I was like, I, I even bought a new pair of shoes because I could not find my basketball <laughs> shoes anywhere. Like, I literally looked so many places. Like, I looked, like, in my car, like, everywhere. And then I opened it yesterday, and I was like, they're just there, like, plain as day. That's some evil, evil, evil. I know. It was insane. <laughs> it was it was crazy. <laughs> okay, last voicemail. Wow, time flies. Of the day. Hey, web crawlers. Um, I just want to say um, birds are real. Pigeons are not. Oh. Just wanted to uh, clear that up for you guys. Okay. But also, talk about synchronicities. I was on my way to the bank yesterday. It was early in the morning, so there's no one in the parking lot except one car that is the exact same car as mine. Is it red? Um, like, yeah, seriously. Same, everything same. It was so weird pulling into a parking lot and seeing that one car. And then as I'm pulling out, the same car, again, my same car, is pulling into the parking lot. So there's three of us in this same parking lot, like, Crazy. together at the same time. It was like that spider-man meme of us like pointing at each other yeah, that's funny. and then i go to pick up my daughter from school and oh. i was telling her like whoa i saw so many so many of my same cars and then we get to a, a stop sign at the corner 
and the two cars in front of me are my same cars. It is weird that the voicemail before this was about Ca- the same yes. cars. Cars. That is a weird, that is crazy. Within a synchronicity. Yeah, synchronicity. Uh, well, guys, thank you so much for calling. I'm so glad everyone thinks that I am a scientist. I wholeheartedly agree with <laughs> no, you. So many compliments. Um, also, if anyone knows why the Taco Bell near my house no longer serves a Mexican pizza, please call in and Was let that only me know. A, like a limited a short time term thing? But it's it does it near your house, right? I'm pretty sure it's Yeah, before we hang up on this episode, we got to check. Maybe it just doesn't do the DoorDash near my house. Like, maybe you have to actually go in and get it. Um, Oh, I... Is it off? Do not see it on the Taco Bell. Maybe it was limited time. Or maybe Maybe so many people were DoorDashing it that they're like, no, you actually have to, like, just come in and get it. Yeah, I don't see it. That's fucked. Wow. That's straight up fucked. Well, if you're listening from Taco Bell or if you know anything about DoorDash, like, please just let us know why you aren't DoorDashing the Taco Bell pizza. Nope. All right. Well, there goes gone forever. (laughs) Sorry. All right. Well, uh, nothing to live for now. Uh, Okay. Well, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetson. And thanks for calling. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then... Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.